Every ancient culture taught good living by telling stories. Yes, the facts mattered, but the facts were better remembered when illustrated well. What's interesting is that those illustrations weren't remakes. They weren't the prodigal son, the prodigal son in Rome, the Corinthian prodigal son, the Grecian prodigal daughter. The good stories were always new to illustrate truth. Jesus' parables illustrated truth, and each was unique. How do we tell stories of truth today? Are they intriguing illustrative lessons? Or are they tired repackaged stories where the scenes are changed to protect our laziness? Look at Jesus. His methods were new, relevant, contemporary, relevant, and true. Did I say relevant? Jesus taught godly living by telling stories. The facts mattered and they were remembered well because they were illustrated well both in words and actions. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. I'm Andrew Campbell, and this is Sabbath School University. Welcome. So we have three guests that I'll get right to uh, introducing. Um, I'm going to invite you to give us your name, what you're studying, and then uh, tell us something that you enjoy about being a student here at Andrews University. Okay. So hi, everyone. My name is Tam Nguyen, and I'm currently um, in the MBA program. Mm -hmm. Um, this is my third semester here, even though I started a program in January, and I enjoy it so much, the snow and all of the good winds and, you know, the beach with my friends. But Andrew is a really good place to be at because, you know, you hang out with the right group of people, mm -hmm. sharing, you know, the same interests as well as, mm. you know, everything else. So. Cool. Yeah. And then could you also tell, tell us where you're from as well? Oh, yes. I'm from Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Jean Mogusu. I am from Kenya, and I am here studying the MDiv program, the Master of Divinity. Okay. Um, what do I love about Andrews? I've never experienced snow before, so ah. being at Andrews gives me an opportunity to experience snow. Very I nice. hate cold, but I love snow. <laughs> so. Very nice, very nice. Uh, my name is Fan Fan. I am from Brooklyn, New York, of Haitian descent. Okay. And, um, one thing I like about Andrews is I love the diversity here. I love the spiritual atmosphere. Um, I love how when you're walking, you can just see people praying together. Yeah. And um, the camaraderie that, that is here, and it represents heaven, the multiculturalness of everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, very nice. And uh, what are you studying? Oh, well, I'm in the Theological Seminary okay. right now. Okay, MDiv? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to ask Eugene to pray. Now, I know there are a number of languages uh, in Kenya. Can you pick one and tell us which one, and then, uh, and then uh, pray in that language? Okay, um, I'm going to pray in Kisi, which is my native tongue. All right. Okay, let's pray. Omane no itul theta ko tevingam biamano ase okotoari bagario ko sangre kanaiga ko some ebukuyao theta ko go saba otwe omoiko machenu unabono tokare ko ko gambe eminto buku nande otoe okora kwao um 
to to nyare ko ko komanya inkyota te goto tebi um igoro ye 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 binto to kare ko kuanarero um seseni abanto bakare ko goto igurero nando to seseni um Tonyare ko koko manya nane toko anche toko anche wuno to anche te to sabere aseri etaria Yesu Kristo omo omo ito Amen. 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 And could you read the key text for us now, and then we'll get into the lesson? Sure. Um, a key text comes from Matthew thirteen, verse thirty-four and thirty-five, and it says, uh, "Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable." So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Thank you very much. Mm. So you know that this quarter we're talking about discipleship. Mm -hmm. And for this particular lesson, we're talking about how metaphors play into the role of discipleship. Mm. Um, now when you think of the Bible and you think of metaphors, I don't know about you, but for me, parables immediately come to my mind yeah um, what is a parable to you and I want you to define it personally okay so for me a parable is more like a story okay so I like the watching movie a lot so whenever I read about uh, um, the parables I can imagine even the scene what is happening there uh, and so I can involve myself into the story okay. and that's how I got you know all of the lesson from it Oh, okay, okay. In my personal view. Yeah. 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 Well, I would say, um, I guess for me, a parable would be a story that um, has a greater, that, uh, a story that has a greater meaning behind okay. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm telling you a story, but behind the story, there's really another story that okay. I want you wow. to pay attention to. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Okay. how I would. Well, for me, a parable is more um, an object lesson. Um, an object lesson that incorporates a story that you can draw a principle from. Okay. That's what a, a and when you say object lesson, uh -huh. what exactly do you mean? Well, something that you could draw from nature, something that you could draw from whatever um, your living experience okay. that you could um, bring, you know, draw a principle from the Bible from it and you could learn from it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you were a businessman, then an exactly. object lesson would be a story. Something about business. Mm -hmm. If okay. you're an engineer, something about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And something that you can learn from and draw principles. Yeah, 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 from. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm reminded of you know when I would go up for the children's story in church, and you know they would tell a story, and then they would say. Okay, so now the moral of the story. Exactly. And yeah. it's kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. the story, but then it's, it's also true. intended to teach a point. Yeah. Now, what are some of your favorite stories, um, and why do you like them? And mm -hmm. this could be biblical, or this could be, I mean, I, I know, I, I would like to hear perhaps some non-biblical stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what are some stories that, that you really like, and why? Well, as for me, um, I can't exactly remember the, the word for word, but it's, it's a story about an ant and a grasshopper, okay. and, or ants and grasshoppers. And while the ants were um, preparing for the winter time, the grasshopper was, you know, chilling, being lazy. Okay. And then once the winter time came, the grasshopper wanted to get some of the food that the ants were preparing during the summertime. Okay. And um, from that, you know, I learned not to be lazy, not to procrastinate, because, you know, everything has to work in its proper time. Yeah. So that pretty much prepare for the future. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. that's right, mm -hmm. that's right, yeah. 
That also remind me of a pretty popular story, I think, in old culture, the turtle and the rabbit. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're okay. racing. Yeah, they yeah. race. <laughs> and you know, that's teach me a lot of lesson from that. Even when I grow up and I listen to it, and say, oh, I still got some out of it. Mm -hmm. First, you don't be lazy. Don't be procrastinate like this yes, sto story. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And third, it's like, don't be so full of yourself. Even though you are fast, <laughs> you are the best, but yeah. don't be too full of yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what my favorite too. Well, um, I remember a story. I'm trying to remember the details okay. right now. Um, but it was about a, a, I think it's an African tale. I remember it from this African book that we had okay. growing up of stories. And it was telling a story about the, uh, a beautiful a king who had a beautiful daughter. And they wanted to find someone to marry her. And all these guys would come and they would want to impress her with everything. Mm -hmm. But they decided that, or that she decided that um, she would the, uh, give them this test. And after this test, there was just one more test. Mm -hmm. So there remained two guys, and they, they brought, she brought them home. Okay. And the idea was she would cook and, um, and give them the food, and whoever ate the most would be the one she would choose. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know that. Yeah. So there was this handsome, really handsome guy and this not-so-handsome guy. And the handsome guy was eating, and then at some point he stopped and looked at all the, you know, his remains yeah. from the food, and he's like, no, <laughs> I don't want her to see all the stuff that I've, like, you know, I'll look yeah. greedy. So he took all the food, all his remains, and put them on the not-so-cute guy. Oh, and he's... And then, you know, <laughs> he lost out because uh, he was not honest. Yeah. So nice. the moral of the story is you have to be honest at all times. Nice, yes, yeah, nice. yeah. That's very nice. Now, um... <coughs> Jesus used lots of parables, but parables weren't necessarily unique to Jesus, right? Mm. Uh, they were part of the culture that he utilized for disciple, discipleship. Now, what parables can you remember from the Old Testament? Um, there is one, I think it's called, uh, I don't know, it's called something, the disappointed vineyard or something like that in Isaiah 5, okay. Isaiah 5, 1 to 6. Okay. And that one is more like, oh, there's a, I remember correctly, the, um, the owner of the vineyard, it comes, he comes and he grows these grapes, but then it becomes really, you know, not so good of a fruit. And then he was mm -hmm. like, what, what's the happen here? And the problem wasn't at him, but mm -hmm. it was at the faith of him. That's yeah. why the fruit didn't come out yeah. as good mm -hmm. as it should be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a very good... Um, one to point out, I, I, I think that's one of the less well-known yeah. parables mm -hmm. that's hidden in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's also the one, I, I know one of my favorite ones is the Nathan one. Okay. I was going to yeah. <laughs> say that. Hey, great minds think of <laughs> that's it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the story of, of Nathan goes to King David and mm -hmm. um, tells him a story about this guy who had just one little sheet. Uh, sheep, yeah, uh -huh. uh, and then the the guy who had so much, but he came and uh, stole him. And David, in his indignation, rises up and says, "Hey, whoever that is, I'm gonna kill him or whatever." Mm -hmm. Little did he know that he was talking about himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah and I thought I think that's a really good Old Testament. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. Um, that's a great story. Um, to add on to what you said. Um, I like how Nathan the prophet, he, ha he had to use allegory to disguise the truth because sure. if he didn't, 
then because David was king, you know, he could be punished for that. Mm -hmm. But he had to make it in a way that it was um, it was a storytelling so that David could register it in his mind and be like, okay, and he could see it from an objective standpoint that's mm -hmm. not his, that's yeah. not mm -hmm. um, involving himself. Mm -hmm. And then so he was still able to relay the same truth to him as opposed to just saying, hey, this is exactly what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And that would actually offend King David. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I really like that parable. And it, it's particularly because if he had come to David, you know, just straight up and said, hey, this is what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. Immediately, David's defenses would go. That's it. Up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I think about that and I think about myself and, mm -hmm. and I think, um, you know, I, I can get very defensive too yeah. when, when I, when I want to be stubborn and I want to um, think that, you know, I'm right and, yeah. or I, I justify what my decision was or whatever. Um, and I think about that parable and it, and it actually caused David to be the one to sit in the seat of the judge mm -hmm. and to be the one to say, no, that man deserves to die. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then when Nathan turns, turns the tables and then points out to him, actually, you're that man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then David, he's already given his judgment and he realizes mm -hmm. exactly what, what he's That's done. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, what methods ad exist today for us to teach truth? I mean, today we, we generally appeal to evidence and the facts. Mm -hmm. um, that, and we tend not to use stories quite as much, at least in, in Western popular culture. It's, it's generally, what's the scientific research that will back your mm. point? Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes stories kind of get lost or, or maybe they're just used you know in, in, in a small way to illustrate a, a small point but mm -hmm. you don't quite see it uh, used in the way that perhaps ancient cultures or, or even other cultures still existing today mm -hmm. use stories uh, in our context do you think stories still have a role to play what what is relevant in our culture today well, um, I believe that stories still have a role to play, um, no matter how, because we're in the age of technology. So okay. no matter how, mm -hmm. um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, but if you really look at it, it's really stories, mm -hmm. you know. And um, when, you, when, when, you, when you really decipher everything and you really boil everything down, it, come, it comes down to a story. Okay. When you put up a tweet, you say, I did this, that's a story. Okay, you know, sure. put up a Facebook status, that's a story. Mm -hmm. So stories still play an integral part, but they just kind of disguised in a different way, okay. you know, to fit our, our context today. Okay. I mean, something very simple would be like a, ca a cartoon, you know? I, I used to love handicap, still do, um, you know? And sometimes it'll be like just saying something or, you know, something small. Mm -hmm. But it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not that stories are lost. Okay. It's that we're probably telling them, we're probably using different... Um, uh, what methods okay. mm -hmm. to deliver the same okay. thing? Because now it's yeah. like we we live in a world that is very fast paced. It's almost as if we've lost our patience for mm. you know good stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like you you want 
you want to get to the punchline yeah. mm-hmm. before you hear the whole story. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. why we have hashtags. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. it's like <laughs> hashtag. You know, yeah. you 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 put one sentence uh-huh. on your Facebook status, mm-hmm. but you have like ten million hashtags. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like what was it? You know, might as well tell the whole story. Yeah. You know, but yeah. that's kind of how we've gotten into telling our story in a way that is. You know, for the for the person today. Mm-hmm. Do you think that stories have taken on a role that is, I guess, more primarily related to entertainment as opposed to uh, more cognitive, intelligent conversation? Because um, when when I think about it, I think okay, you, you, you brought up movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies essentially are story. Right. Um, you know that, are, that is vividly illustrated, um, but. I don't know what what has your experience been. I don't I don't think that I find that people say you know I watched this movie and it really illustrated this point to me. It's changed my life, mm. or you know I, I really want to start doing this now because I learned this from mm. from. It it seems like m- movies I, are primarily I, entertainment. I I got what you were driving okay. there because I still remember my dad. There's one time he's really want me to read Miss um, Less Mysteries. Okay. And I, you know, I resist. I didn't want to read it. And he's like, "Oh, let's just watch it together." Um, and watch it together okay. is different from watch it myself because if I watch it myself, I would not get some of the point from the mm. movies out. Okay. But because I was watching with my dad, and he has some point he wants to show me. Yeah. So he start explaining to me. He's like, "Did you see this? Did you remember that?" Mm. And that is actually. It make the experience with the movies much better uh, comparing to the yeah. uh, other people who go through that movie and be like, oh, there's a lot of you know, um, lying there, people dying, mm. hardship, but mm. they don't see the, you know, other main points in the story okay. like forgiveness and things like that. Okay. So I think movies still has this role for delivering a message. But you need a mentor. You need a guidance throughout okay. this, that as well. Yeah, you know, you're bringing a, a very important point because you can have a great story that has a great moral to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if someone is just taking that story primarily for entertainment, mm-hmm. they may actually just miss mm-hmm. the exactly. the yeah. meaning that's behind it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think you're bringing out a very good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but I also wanted to say that unfortunately. Uh, I, and I don't know, I guess we're, we're, get, we're talking about movies, so I might mm-hmm. as well keep, keep with that theme. Um, the idea that, I, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, I've, uh, it, we're, we're basically telling the same story in different ways, okay. mm-hmm. you know? So, like, even television shows or, or movies, yeah. it's like it's the same... It's the same story, boy meets girl, girl falling in love, yada 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 yada, happily ever after. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like there's no reality to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's like it never. The story never changes. It's the same story told different ways, okay. acted by different people. You know, and then they'll add a little Twist. this or a little that. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's basically the same story. Um, and I think what is what I love about the Bible is that. It's never the same story, mm. right? You know, even though it sounds familiar, mm-hmm. there's always something that you think that you 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 kind of feel like you you know where it's headed, mm-hmm. and then pow, it just you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, no, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's it's almost as if um, in in life we are telling stories that do not have that have the same that are going the same place, mm-hmm. but we thank God that we have the Bible, which is never the same. 
Yeah. I can read the same story, but every time it'll hit me a different way. That's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Um, it, when you, you do? Yeah, I do. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when you look at the television and you see the, um, the the sitcoms from the 70s and you see the sitcoms now, they're pretty much like a reenactment of the old mm-hmm. ones, yeah. except with a new story, with, with a new twist and everything like that. New cast. So, new cast, new mm-hmm. faces and everything. So pretty much at the end of the day, although, you know, I appreciate the entertainment, but sometimes the moral and um, the um, the severity of the, of, of the lesson can be lost in the entertainment. Okay. So at the end of the day, you know, I think of my grandfather, like I just, he loved to tell stories. I just, I, I um, resort back to, you know, just a simple person, you know, just tell me a story. And I, I appreciate it. I use my own imagination for my own entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to give it all to me. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. really appreciate yeah. that. Now, I, I think we can make a, a very good point from what you're bringing out here. Mm-hmm. You notice um, you, you, you brought up sitcoms from the 70s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people today who love watching sitcoms or movies from the 70s, 60s, whatever, you know, old, old movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some people that if it's not made in the 2000s, you know, they don't really want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's not new. It, and, 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 and I'm thinking right now about the way that we package, say, the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we get caught up in, in using the same stuff that's been around since the 70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not that it was bad, n- not that it, it doesn't uh, work today still, you know, because there's still uh, people who, who 70s material will appeal to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some people who they need, they need it to be repackaged. Mm-hmm. And so in the entertainment industry, obviously they've noticed that you need to keep up with the times. You yeah. need to constantly be producing new stuff you said it's the same story it's the same stuff but mm-hmm. with different twists and yeah, so yeah, forth yeah. Mm-hmm. why can't we do that you know why can't why can't mm-hmm. we keep up with the times and keep our message relevant it's the same message mm-hmm. but it's meeting people where they are and relating to them in a way that they can understand i think a good example of that is like um a, a while back I, I, I want to say maybe the 50s or 60s, the only mode of, of, um, of watching a show would be on their television screen at a specific time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so if you're not at home sitting down at, let's say, 8 o'clock, yeah. you missed it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, now, it, it's like, I, I, if I miss it, I, I can watch it on the internet, yeah. I can TiVo it, yeah. I can, uh, you know, you have mm. lots of, you can watch it on your phone, yeah. you can watch it on your iPad, People, the media, whatever, entertainment industry is recognizing that people, people's lives are not stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so in order for them to reach their audience, they have to meet people where they are. People's mm-hmm. lives are fast, yeah. so you have to... Um, give them other options that mm. you know that kind of move with their lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the same. We should do the same thing for the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. and for those who may say that we don't want to dumb down the gospel, mm-hmm. well, Jesus basically dumbed down the gospel sometimes. Parables. He was he he had to say he had to be like, okay, these people are not gonna understand if I just tell them, hey you're a sinner mm-hmm. or um, you are too wrapped up in your riches mm-hmm. for you to get to heaven. Yeah. You need to let it go. Yeah. Instead, he'll tell him, you know, why don't you perhaps 
you know, here's a story of, of such and such and such. Yeah. Why don't you do this or do that? Or yeah. he, 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 he gave parables so that the people would be have something else to ponder about. Yeah. You know, when you it's almost as if um, like a child. Mm-hmm. Um, if you may, when a child is crawling and, you know, the, when they're just learning, they, they, they'll be happy with where they are. Yeah. But once they've been crawling for a while, they'll be all over the place. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have to kind of fence them in. Yeah. And uh, because they want to go all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. You, with parables, you, you want to drive the story. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. let the person experience what you want them, mm-hmm. you know, the power of the message. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, okay. definitely. Yeah. When I think about parables, you know, I think immediately Matthew chapter 13. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the, it, it's basically a chapter that's filled with, you know, a, a lot of mm-hmm. parables. Mm-hmm. And of course you have one of the very famous ones, the parable of the soils. Uh, and so you have uh, the sower going out to sow and he sows his seeds and some of them fall on good ground, some of them fall on mm-hmm. You know, tough ground on the wayside. Some are, are in thorns, and and so Jesus uses this this story to illustrate the way that the gospel goes out and is received by some, mm-hmm. and you know it sprouts up very quickly, but then yeah. it dies. Some of it, it gets choked out by the cares of the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but and for some it 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 falls on the good ground and it springs up and it, and it yields a, a bountiful harvest. Mm. And um, and Jesus uses this story to to illustrate um, a powerful point about the gospel. But the thing is that this is a story that was very very relevant to the people he was speaking to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, for us now, a, you know, a, par- a sower going out to sow, you know, that's nice. But I don't know how many people today in you know urban setting really resonate with that illustration mm-hmm. yeah but you know when you as soon as you start talking about electronics or yeah. you know your android or iphone or or, or whatever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. then uh, the people that have this kind of stuff they can immediately connect and, and they they know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. and so if we could find a way to say tell this story in a way that people will resonate with and it and mm-hmm. it's it's not just in a way that says oh that's cute it's more like I connect. I mm. I know what exactly yeah. what you're mm. saying, and yeah. I and I can I feel that connection right away. Right. Um, mm. I think that's that's something that is worth our time and effort. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's always so much going around on around us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that we. It's sometimes we're tempted to be like, God, where are you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just you know do something? Yeah. You know, it's almost as if God seems silent yeah. when everything else around the world is it seems to be just going horribly wrong. Mm. Um, you have, you know, people mass killings, yeah. mass all, all these terrible things, terrorist attacks, and and you're kind of like, okay, what's going on? If you're a God that's merciful and all of that, then why why can't you do something mm. about it? Mm-hmm. For me, the, something like the parable of the weeds, where he says, you know. Let po- let all of them, you know, let them grow. all grow together. Yeah, mm-hmm. the wheat and the, the, wheat yeah. And the tares. Yeah, it's like as much as as much as we want those people, let's say bad people, mm-hmm. to be shot and killed and let them die for once instead mm-hmm. of the innocent people dying, they need salvation just as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
If you'd like to join us in our discussion, please visit our Facebook page off the link on our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, dot O-R-G. For Sabbath School University, I'm Andrew Campbell, and we'll see you next week.